Hey, small town listeners. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, small town radio fans? We have a very exciting we have very exciting news for you guys. We do. We it's very exciting. We are coming to YouTube. YouTube. You can find us at Small Town Radio. That is our channel name. You can go by searching or you can go to the links in our bio to subscribe. We'll subscribe. definitely be forcing it on you over the next couple of weeks. Our yeah. first video will be dropping on March 16th. The day before St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. So uh, get ready. Thanks so much. Please subscribe. Give us a rating. Keep listening. Can't wait to have you guys watch us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Enjoy this episode. Bye. Did you press go? Oh my god, you're doing it again. No, I'm not. Just okay. Now I can see you press go. So now we can bring ourselves out with an applause. Oh yeah, we're clap. Look at that. Look at that. Oh my goodness. Thank you all so much for being here in this live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> we um uh we are small town radio. Glad you got that right. Coming to you live from KWVA in Eugene, Oregon. My name is Maxim. <laughs> My name is Connor. And according to some stranger on Twitter, I am a brutally unfunny retard. And according to this show, this is a show about small... <laughs> We've got the biggest facts about the smallest yeah, towns. Yeah, this is a show with the biggest facts about the smallest towns. And some bullies who bully us. Yeah, some people, well, not some me. strangers who bully us. I am not active on Twitter. Look at you, staying clear of bullying. But I am active on our mailbag, which has... Zero males. Which is great. We're going paperless here, which so we're really cutting down on our um, paper consumption. It's just a shame that we have to throw away this giant empty plastic bag every week. Yeah, this giant... <laughs> mail, we hired that mail person to come and deliver us mail at the beginning of every show, and now they're just on retention, and... They have nothing to do. Connor's apartment is on the sixth floor, and this poor mailman has to walk up the stairs every time to deliver us this empty bag of mail. Yeah. Well, thank you. You can you can head out now. Sam. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we, we're going to get some photos up. Uh, I know Hafiza, who suggested Williamsburg, Pennsylvania, uh, two episodes ago. Well, yeah, two episodes ago now, it always feels like last week because the whole time thing, is going to send us photos of Williamsburg. Her sister's going to send us some photos. So I know that's coming. Uh, we should get photos from Chris of her hometown. Oh, yeah, we should yeah. definitely do that. And um, uh, no new reviews. I, th I think we have I, seven. I think, uh, okay. I, I looked I it up the know, other day. I don't know where you see the seven because I only ever see the... The, like the actual reviews i don't see the ratings um small t well you don't have yeah we still only have four customer reviews on apple Podcasts. but i will say again if you leave us a five-star review i will send you stickers we love to we love to hear you guys praise us and our effort <laughs> <laughs> oh um we did put out the poll beats versus brock bros and almost unanimously everyone is a brock bro yeah which uh I identify as a beat bro, but I came up with beat bro. You came up with Brock. It doesn't matter. I like uh, I like beats. Um, I purchased some leeks at the farmers market yesterday. I um 
I I just like beets when you eat enough and you forget about it, and then you wake up the next morning and you pee red and you go, oh no. And then you think and go, oh yeah, those are some good beets. What's your favorite root vegetable? Um, ooh, I do like beets a lot. I like the different types of beets. Um, sweet potatoes are really good when you put a little bit of cinnamon on it and then you get like some onions and stuff and you put them in there and you that get does a, little sound bit, good. Oh, a little bit sweeter. I had a bunch of that last week. Um, shit, I need to cook tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, um, no favorite root vegetable. You didn't tell me your favorite. You I, just I, gave listed positive qualities. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I was looking up, I was looking up, uh, our, um, uh, our reviews and I type in small town and you know you see what else populates. I'm on the Apple Podcast. Uh, first one is Small Town Murder, which oh, makes sense. Uh, let's not plug everyone else's podcast. That's okay. I just want to. It's just this next one. Next one is Small Town's Dicks Podcast. Yeah, I see that one a lot. Um, <laughs> what? I've never seen that one before. Uh, yeah. Well, how are we behind that? Yeah, I don't know. I think well, we're doing pretty well. I want to say uh, this is episode twenty, which is a big deal. We have a. It's five star review. We have seven overall ratings. Seven overall ratings. Nice. S- seven. Yeah, that's pretty good. But we're, we're on episode twenty, and I think um, I think that where that puts us. I don't know. I we've talked about this before. Um, I think I think they're like we're way above the average podcast um, like number of episodes, which is zero because most which people don't zero. have one. That's not true. That wouldn't make any sense. That's the median. <laughs> This is Small Math Radio, coming to you live from KWVA Eugene. Okay, so I just looked it up trying to figure this out, but um, uh, I I couldn't find how long the average podcast, like how many episodes come out in an average podcast, but the average podcast duration is 38 minutes and 42 seconds. So we are above the average episode runtime <laughs> of podcasts as a whole. I love good runs. Yeah, uh, you more. are a runner after all. I was a runner. I was going to ask you what what do I do? To I don't run? know. To what do you what do you mean? What do you like, do to run? You were saying on the Trevor episode, uh, episode something I can't remember which uh, the New Hampshire episode that you like running involves a lot of form. Uh, oh yeah, I people with bad running form. Oh my. Well, well okay, ugh. so I've been running on the treadmill at the gym, and I've been thinking it, the it, treadmill. It bugs me every time because I'm like. Am I running wrong? How do I know if I'm running wrong? You might be. I it's, want to know how Connor runs so I can run right like um, Connor. I don't know. I bet different parts of my body have atrophied or like strengthened. So I bet the like, I know I used to not supernate or pronate. I used to be very neutral, but I don't know what I, those are. It's where it's how your foot lands. I forget which one's which right now, but it's like if you land on your side, then roll over. Um, it's either supernating or pronating and you want to land neutral and you want to land on, you don't want to heel strike because if you heel strike, uh, if you, if you land on your heels, you're going to stop all your momentum and then you have to restart it again. You want to land on your toe, like on the balls of your feet and then roll over and then just keep going. Like running's the, the process of falling over, over and over and right. over again. So, uh, and then a lot about like the arms you want to go. So you're saying to, that when you, you step, when you run, you want to hit the front of your foot flat, even, even between f- the inside flat, and the end. not flat, know. but that's the desk. That's the sound of the desk. Our new desk. But you want to hit like, so the in, inside and the outside of your foot, you want to hit them about balance, yeah. but you want to hit the front of your foot. You want to hit the ball. You want to land on the balls of your feet. And okay. Just, and like, then you kind of roll down. 
towards your heel like, or a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Okay. And then uh, your arms, I mean, that You don't want to cross. You don't want to go side to side because you you're just, wasting more energy. You want to run like Forrest? Well, yeah, but Forrest Gump. Your, your hands are really tight. You want to run, um, you want them to be like kind of loose in your hands. Like I usually, okay. sometimes when it's cold out and I like put gloves on at first, then I ball them up and put them in my hand. Hmm. I don't remember those. Uh, my hands are the most annoying part of running right now because they get sweaty when I run and I'm just like, ew, but what do I do with them? I don't know. I don't. I've never had sweaty hands when running. Um, uh, I haven't run. In will you run long. outside? If you run in Planet Fitness where there's no ventilation, you just oh my sweat God. a lot. The treadmill. I know. I know. I avoid treadmills, even though they are sometimes better than pavement because they have a little bit more give. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's some of my running. I think I'd like to run outside, but I don't own any shorts. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you ever seen someone run in pants? Running pants? Yeah. I don't have any running pants. What do you do at the gym? These are track pants. The, what? Yeah, Lee. Lee's here, and Lee is also. She is gesturing the same way that I would be. Like track pants are running pants. You know what track is? It's a sport of running. No, track pants are a type of fashion thing. <laughs> it's definitely not fashion. Okay, well, I need to get some more. I need to. It's mm, athleisure okay. wear. I'm just worried about running around outside. There's and a, then, it's a city of a million. Millions of people. What if I run into someone of, I I know? This is very. I feel like there's what enough people, people doing me? way weirder stuff in this city that you should not be concerned about someone looking at your form and going, "Wow, that's the weirdest thing I saw all day." But let me ask you this: Where do I run? Uh, the park. Uh, wait, you are. Yeah, you're really close to Prospect Park. Yeah, Prospect Park. But where in Prospect Park? Along the trails in Prospect. Along the trails? What if I get lost? Run with your phone. Oh, I was going to ask, how do you run with your phone? I don't run with my phone. I don't I don't like it. Unless I'm really scared I'm going to get lost, I don't. Lee's making phone. an arm strap thing. Do you run with music or do you just run without no, music? No, music. If you, I used, yeah, to, I used to run with music um, when I was younger, but then I learned from people that if you, you want to practice like you race, and when you're racing, you're alone with your own thoughts. Um, and so over time I weaned off the music and it became really cathartic. I would think through a lot of things and like, you could, that sounds really, like a great way to write material. Yeah. I used to write poetry in my head all the time and now I write comedy, which <laughs> sounds ahead, like okay. poetry. Yeah, no, I feel the same way about skiing. I don't ski with music one because skiing or snowboarding with headphones is inherently unsafe, especially if you're in like the woods or the real mountain areas if you're in the terrain park where it's just rails and jumps fine because most of the most of the time you can see all the way around you but when you're going through the woods and stuff or like just go down the run where there's new people if mm-hmm. someone says hey watch out you want to be able to react and same same with running in theory especially be- with roads this busy oh yeah you totally get clobbered um but yeah running is uh running is fun i gotta i gotta start running again once the weather gets a little bit warmer, watch out. Ooh. I'm going to be on Instagram posting photos of my shoes and making questionable comments, not in like questionable ways, but like questioning. They're going to be, um, you have, ex- uh, what type of sentence um, is it when that ends with a question? Mark. A rhetorical question? No. Do you like these shoes? <laughs> I think I posted one time and this is, this is uh, very basic of me. I was like, is it April too late to start my New Year's resolution? All right. <laughs> Guess where I was when I posted that? Here? Boulder, Colorado. Ooh, that's not a yeehaw. I was going to say yeehaw, but that's more of a namaste. Man, I haven't been... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
towns. What else? Nothing else is really. Oh, I did a a, a show and I was fine. Well, I did three shows and they were excellent. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I had, oh, ooh, this is something I want on the podcast because I was double booked for the first time in my life in my comedy career two weeks ago. Yeah. Two shows, same night. One, I did a set and then the next one I hosted and it was great. It was, it was one of those moments where I like did really well at both shows and then I like left and I went home and I was just like, ah. That's right. I'm good at this. This is fun. This isn't just miserable open micing. <laughs> oh, shows. That's the next thing. That's the next. So please give it up for me. <laughs> uh, shows. That's what's next. That's what's next. No, what's next is getting video on this podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, Assuming we can get our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> we. Um, I'm trying to think. I think. Once video comes together, Facebook also comes together. Um, so yeah. watch out. I think to kill some time on this episode, we're going to argue about which camera I should buy. Does that sound oh good? <laughs> we'll if save you that hear, I've talked about. Uh, I've talked to a number of people about oh, really? cameras. That's yeah. great. That's good news. Yes. Um, but towns. Towns. Should we talk about towns? You know where I like to run. New Small towns. towns. <laughs> Actually, if you think, I'm trying to think. I've run in uh, states. Let me think about states. So New Hampshire, all of all of New England. Um, I've run in all of New England. I have run in even Rhode Island. Yeah, I, the New England Championships. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if this was like, hey, me and my family are gonna go to Rhode Island for the weekend. I'm oh, gonna no. run. No, nah. I've run in uh, Oregon. I don't think I ran in Washington. I've run in. Um, California, Florida. I'm trying to think of where Did else. Did you run in Colorado? Chicago. Yeah, Colorado. Uh, I uh, Did I run in Chicago when I was there once? Mm, I don't think so. Who was chasing you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've run in Singapore. I've run in... What? Uh, you, you ran in Singapore? Ran in Singapore. That's pretty cool. Did I, you do anything else there? Yeah, I visited my sister. Did you walk there? <laughs> <laughs> it was so hot. That was some of the most uncomfortable running. I've run in the UK. I've run in England. I've run in... Uh, Ireland, I run in Scotland, I run in Paris. Um, I think that's it. That's where I ran. Wow, that's really impressive. Also, you've been to way more places around the world than I have. I haven't left North America yet. Really? I want to go to Canada. I want to visit my good friend Darby, who hopefully listens in Canada um, at some point. What, what part of Canada? Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver is incredible. I really want to go. And that's the only place I've been that I could hold over you, Mr. I've been to all these other countries. <laughs> I I like it was I think I stepped out in Prince Rupert's Island. Um, Where's that one? That's on the West Coast. Like I went up uh before my sister got married, my family did an Alaskan cruise together. Oh, so, like, nice. Yeah. Then you are going to love my town today. Is it uh, Alaska? <laughs> it is Alaska. You're first, right? Yeah. And I'm interrupting your story because the segue was too good. Go for it. <laughs> Way to spit I'll all talk over about, the pop filter. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, um, <laughs> is that me? Did I spit? Yeah, you totally spit. Oh, I didn't, it's okay. I didn't notice. It's okay. These ones are going to live with you. Uh, <laughs> I bought pop filters, which is a very big deal for us in the show because maybe it'll take away some of the gory details of editing for us. We'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. Either way, it makes me feel like a pro podcaster who is like, do you like not just my microphone, but I, my pop filter? It also makes Maxim look like he's trying to fly like Peter Pan with his arms. 
Yeah. <laughs> the way I'm sitting at this lead. desk, I, I feel like I have to hunch over and like talk into this. Like, I, there's no, there's no good way. You're gonna hear a bunch of noises in the background while I shift around here. Let me get into a more chill position. There we go. Now it's, I'm in super chill position, but I can't see my laptop screen. So just let me just. Oh, oh. perfect. It'll be Peter a, Pan no more. Peter Pan <laughs> grew up. Never. Anyway, uh, I have something before towns. Okay. This is, this is a short one, though, I promise. This isn't uh, New Jersey facts. <laughs> this is actually, um, uh, last week on the Chris Schur episode, we made a joke about Commonwealth states. Yeah. Uh, I, one, I learned that Connecticut is not a Commonwealth state. I thought it was, um, but it's not. And I was curious what, what these Commonwealth states actually meant. So a commonwealth is a traditional English term for a political community founded for the common good, mm-hmm. which was very vague. It's not actually a legal definition. More so, it is just kind of a, a loose title. Mm-hmm. Um, the states that are commonwealths are Kentucky, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Um, and prior to the formation of the U.S. in 1776, they were uh, British colonial possessions, obviously. Um, so those that use the Commonwealth title are equal to the states that don't. There's no distinction between them. Um, a tradition Commonwealth is a traditional English term for a political community founded for the common good. It is symbolic sim, symbolically to emphasize that these states have a government based on the common consent of the people, as opposed to one legitimized through their earlier colonial status that was derived from the British crown. So instead of them being like the 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 British being like, this is Kentucky. The people in Kentucky were like, this is Kentucky. <laughs> this is the Commonwealth of Kentucky. The Commonwealth. Oh, man. And of um, course, you can guess what Commonwealth means. Common good, Commonwealth. Yeah. Common, nice. Tragedy of the commons. <sighs> I don't know what that means, actually. It's when you have uh, a public resource and then everyone claims it and uh, they overuse resources. Like, oh, it's like open mics. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it's like if you're I'll explain this with my town but let's say you're grazing land mm-hmm. and then everyone comes out with their cattle and they overgraze and nothing comes back that's the gotcha. tragedy of the commons where everyone's claiming that resource gotcha okay that makes sense it's an economics term nice which, learn something every day which uh, I was accused of cheating in my economics final and that's a you whole cheating I didn't ever? cheat I read my teacher was so so bad and I've I've met other people that really liked him. He was he was a new teacher. He was so bad. Um, I didn't feel like I learned anything. And I was like, all right, if I do really poorly on this final, I'm not going to do well. And if I do really well in this final, I'm still going to get like a B in this class. So I read the whole textbook. And then somehow he found out through the online portal that he was like, I was on the class website um, just because I hadn't closed Is all this my in tabs. college or high school? College. Okay. And I was like an RA at the time. I was like, oh, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to get like charged with academic dishonesty and um so he like came up to me was like hey is your phone on and i left my phone on to text my girlfriend at the time Mm -hmm. good luck and i'd like put it in my pocket i'm like yeah it's on but i swear i wasn't using it it it's like well if you're not using it then i can take it and i was like yeah sure and i handed it to him and um he left with my phone didn't know if i failed the test finished it went up uh talked to the teacher's assistant who was uh also, like, he was standing over my shoulder for multiple minutes, mm-hmm. like, looking 
at me because we had assigned seats so he could figure out who sat where. And uh, I went up to the TA and they're like, I'm like, hey, I'm the one that you took the phone of. Like, can I get my phone back? And they're like, go talk to the professor. Um, if you weren't cheating, you're going to be fine. I'm like, okay. So go over to him. And um, it is important to reiterate, he was like watching me for some time. And the only reason he came over to me is because I looked at him, was like acknowledged that he was there and then went back to my test. And um, so I went up to him and he's like, hey, if you can open your phone and show that you're not like on the app right now, then you're set. And I would have been screwed if I had accidentally left it open, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't using it at all. Uh, but fortunately, I wasn't. You know, like I showed, opened up my phone, none of the apps were open. And um, he's like, oh, okay, good. Well, it didn't look like you were cheating anyway, so you're fine. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why would you? I had PTSD, like... Every test I took after that, I was terrified when the teachers would walk around. And it was so frustrating because that is the most I studied for a final. And uh, for the middle third, I was like, I don't know if I already failed this. I don't even know if it's worth my time still being here. Yeah. So um, that's what I I learned. um, Tragedy of the commons in that um, economics class. My um, when I was in engineering school. My school had a ban on specific types of calculators because they found mm-hmm. that some calculators specifically, I think it was like the uh, a really high-end HP calculator had modules where you could straight up access the internet. Like it was just oh, like, a, yeah. like you could just web browser anything you want. And so they were like, you can only use these types. We still had a lot of trouble with cheating. Like in my electronics one course, which I got a D in because honestly, it wasn't my fault. The professor was terrible. But... Like, that's the only time in my life that I will point the finger at a professor because he basically gave everyone A's and then a handful of people D's. And it was like, this is arbitrary as fuck. But he administered a quiz one day and he was out, but a a grad student was administered, like giving it to us. And he told the grad student, no one is allowed to use their notes. The, Mm -hmm. uh, The grad student, when he was giving out the quiz, someone in the class was like, are we allowed to use our notes on this quiz? Grad student was like, yeah, that's fine. And he was and like basically said, like, you could like share notes too. And so like a bunch of people in the back were like sharing notes with each other. And I took the quiz without like even using notes, and I did pretty well on it. But I think it was like six students got expended or expelled, and then the grad student got kicked out of the master's program. Damn. Which is brutal. But like, oh my God. Yeah, I also yeah don't don't cheat in college it's not hard to read a textbook and figure out what you need to learn. also grades literally unless you're going to grad school afterwards grades don't matter oh yeah that's that's another thing is if you're in any type of school uh whatever you whatever degree you get if you you someone is going to give you a job if you have a degree mm-hmm. and you're likable and you present yourself well in an interview and show enthusiasm. And after that first year of experience you get, nothing you did in college matters anymore. No, no. I mean, yeah, it's really just getting that first job and then getting experience. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I, I, I applied for... Uh, I'm not saying don't try in school. Definitely try because uh, I crushed it in college grade-wise. So really? What was your final GPA? 3.92. Woo! I ended with a 3.0, and that was like an accomplishment for me. Uh, in the major, I had over a 4.0. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I, 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 I tried sometimes. Um, I How many... So when I graduated during my final semester, I applied for 100 jobs. Oh, wow. Before That's a I, lot. And I only got three interviews. Well, well, sorry. 
I should reiterate, one flyout interview, two phone interviews, and then I had the interview at the job that I actually ended up getting, and they offered me the position two days later. That's awesome. But that was a month after graduation. So everyone was excited to graduate and I wasn't excited because I was the only one in my friend group who didn't have a job. So I was like panicking and like I'm walking up the stage like, yeah, I did it. But also I have to go back to working my normal shitty college job for a while. Yeah, I I had an internship lined up uh, within within the first month of the year, like uh, the January of the year I was graduating. So I didn't need to worry about it. That's awesome. Um, But then journalism just isn't hiring very much and I <laughs> All applied, the, the, the subject of journalism is like just nobody else please it's really like unless you go to small towns and like really want to work your way up which wasn't as interesting to me it just wasn't hiring but the thing the thing that was really challenging i got to new york and i applied to a lot of jobs and a lot of people were like well you just need more experience and i'm like I, i'm applying for this job to get experience <laughs> i don't know what to do um yeah it's crazy it's just yeah but yeah um long story short uh economics is a cool class (laughs) (laughs) and connor cheats on exams not true i still have i wrote a i wrote a an email and sent it to myself in case he came back with like this kid was cheating and sent something there so it like was dated and everything and i had it up until my uh college email account was deleted unopened I would like go through and clean out my inbox and I would leave that one specifically if anything ever came up. I wish I had it. Why? What was it? It's just an account of everything that happened. Like I wrote oh. like two pages worth of notes and then I sent it to myself. Wow. That's good. Uh, so with that being said, you remember when we were talking about Alaska? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my town was actually a su- suggestion from the very funny Jack Holmesley, who uh, I had Improv 101 with. He at UCB, he is currently a student at NYU and he comes to open mics. Should I say what he dressed up like last night? Yeah, go mic? for it. So it was, was very funny. It was, um, to preface, one of our friends, legitimately, this is not like a stage character or anything, has, um, is connected to the release of Deep Throat, uh, a hardcore adult film from the like the 70s yeah that was released and became very popular in theaters and she's connected to the people that put that in theaters and um it's like she was put a mic on playing off of her family history um that more or less was porn themed and very very funny like a smart way very fitting with the vibe jack dressed up like a foreskin and then his buddy, and I forget his name, and I apologize for that, um, came up, and uh, what's the character that's always hunting Bugs Bunny? Oh, uh, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, he more or less was Elmer Fudd hunting foreskin. <laughs> and it was very, that's it was so very, great. very clever. So this one comes, this is a very special shout out to Jack Holmesley. Thank you for the suggestion for this town, and uh, keep doing the comedy thing. Yeah, he dressed up uh, like a, a human cigarette. And spoke in a French accent not that long ago. He's very good with characters. Very, very, very good. So, yeah, uh, Jack uh, messaged us and said we should check out Talkeetna, Alaska. And Alaska has I a did. very high standard in this show. Yeah. Very high. Very high. Uh, you're about to find out how high of a standard oh, this town is. Oh, is there a mountain? Why'd you have to spoil it? <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
Alaska has mountains. Which, yeah. Let me let me get to this first bit. Okay, so Talkeetna, Alaska, Alaska is a CDP. Um, it's located in kind of southern central Alaska. It's about 115, 115 miles north of Anchorage. Okay. Population, 876. 876. As of 2010. So, fact number one, which you completely spoiled, Talkeetna is the base for expeditions to Denali, Mm. the highest mountain in North America. The Denali National Park Service Ranger Station is located in Talkeetna. I'm about to throw some numbers out there. Are you ready? And Here's some facts. One, two, eight, twelve, fifteen. None of those. Did I beat you to throwing out those numbers? None of those are the height of Denali, but you're There's not no close w- at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, the peak elevation of Denali is 20,310 feet. I said two. You did say two. <laughs> <laughs> so I also learned some interesting um, ge- geology or geography feature words with this. Rocks? No. No rocks involved? It might be rock. It's a mountain. I don't know if it counts as a rock. Um, so Denali has a topographic that's prominence. A, that's a great question. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so Denali has a topographic prominence of 20,156 feet. Okay. Topographic prominence is how far above the ground or your, sea level? your contour lines it is. No, okay. the elevation is sea level. So the topographic prominence is how high above... Basically, the lowest ground near it mm-hmm. within a radius where there's nothing taller than the mountain. Yeah. So it's like there's like, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of it's a it's a weird one. The next one makes more sense. That's kind of a cool fact. Denali has a topographic isolation of four thousand six hundred and twenty nine miles. So a topographic isolation is so you have this mountain. Mm-hmm. How far mm-hmm. do you have to go before you hit something taller than that mountain? So the next if clo- it's the tallest mountain in North America, and the next one is four thousand six hundred miles away. Is it including over the sea? Yeah. Okay. So the next closest peak is Yanamax in China, hmm. which is taller than Denali. So Denali, like basically, to find a mountain that's taller than Denali, you have to go four thousand six hundred miles. Wow. Which is pretty By, cool. Uh, as the crow flies? Uh, I guess so. In an arc around the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Denali is also the name of my old roommate Scott's dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to That's Scott. That's some Connor fact right there. <laughs> shout out to Denali. Very sweet dog. Very cool dude. Hi, Scott. Hi, Kim. Hope everything is well back home. <laughs> Shout Hi, out to Char- Charlie as well. Check out their Instagram uh, at Crag Dog Adventures. They're very cute dogs. That was a plug for no reason other than they share the name. You want to see a plug for no reason? Look at that one right there. That's an AC outlet. There's a plug. There's also a plug in it. Do you hear that too? Yeah, I hear it too. Where is it coming what, from? What time? Should we pause? Like, pause? I don't... I. I want to... Wait. It just stopped. I think it's my phone. Oh, you left your phone by the recorder? Oh, my goodness. I was charging it earlier. <laughs> that's what it was. Did you hear that? I wonder if you heard that at home. I'm pretty sure it got picked up. Lee, across the room with no headset, did you hear the <laughs> electromagnetic interference of his phone? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Well, that's going to be a fun surprise for headphone listeners. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sounded like a rat. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> like a yeah. fact number two. You're gonna love this fact because this one had me laughing out loud. Fact number two, Tolkina was home to the, quote, Moose Dropping Festival, a two-day celebration in July that was held until 2019. So this is no more, unfortunately. (sighs) So the main event of this festival involved contestants betting on numbered piles of moose feces Mm. that were then dropped out of a helicopter onto a target below. So they would bet on which pile of That's moose really, shit would hit the target. That's so awesome. Isn't that That's so cool? Fantastic. Now here here's the real zinger, okay? PETA once came after the festival because PETA thought they were dropping live moose out of helicopters. Oh no, PETA, you <laughs> which is so uh, that's funny. such a waste of your resources. Just I know. Google it. And when you when you read about this, apparently there was like hours of back and forth between the festival organizer and the PETA representative. <laughs> They'd be like, "It's not. We're not dropping moose out of helicopters. We're, dro- we're dropping moose droppings out of helicopters." <laughs> You know when you drop a good shit? It's kind of like that, but it's not your own. <laughs> I um, I like to think that the, the festival was um, moose picking up people and then dropping them. Whoa. It was very specific. Like The moose figured out, it's through natural evolution that moose figured out how to pick up people. Not like we didn't, there was no training involved. There was no, it just, there's these special moose that would come around once a year, kind of like, uh, the holidays with certain people who are definitely real. Um, and they would pick you up and drop you. And How then they far? would leave. They're just as tall as a moose is. What is it? Okay. Like 10 feet. Like 10 feet. feet. It's okay. like very safe. Uh, the, so the moose are not dropping people out of helicopters. No, no, no. These are not Pinochet moose. No, no, These okay. moose are like, <laughs> moose. the moose are doing their own moose thing. They're just traveling around, uh, picking up, picking up people and dropping them. And then everyone gets a good laugh and they have a drink afterwards at the local bar and the moose, you know, keep going. Good for that's moose. that's the exact thing I thought it was. And then Moose Peta comes after the moose for being like, yo, you can't pick up and drop people <laughs> like that. It's very You can only do it with their feces. <laughs> I wonder how big a moose dropping is. I'm sizable. Moose are big. Would you say like soccer ball? Or would you say Not like, that round. I'm guessing Like you think it'd be that size? I think though? they're balls. I think they're like rabbit droppings. Okay, what would it would it be like a bucket of driving range golf balls? Yeah, that's kind of it. I looked wow, it up. These, these are big. It, it looks like the avocados at Trader Joe's. They look like avocado. Wait, are they avocado? No, they look like. Pits. It'd be funny if you accidentally searched avocados, and I was just I like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> uh, this this person in this is has a handful of them. I feel like this isn't droppings from different moose. This is one moose. Oh, totally. So they just okay. I feel like it would have been more exciting if you could put a face to the feces. <laughs> listen if i'm gonna drop these feces out of a helicopter i need to know the moose it came from oh definitely this mo- oh look oh, at that that's moose. a handsome moose from maine oh really <laughs> this is this headline says maine woman turns moose poop into crafts clocks and mobiles oh my god <laughs> why is that <laughs> why i just looked up moose poop and that's what came up <laughs> Well, shout out to that woman from Maine. Yeah. Welcome to Maine. True, a true small town radio loyalist. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, have you seen a moose in real life? I've not, but there was one in my uh, in my childhood home front yard. Apparently, my sister was moving her bed one time, mm-hmm. and she like put the mattress up against the door to move stuff around. And there was a moose just outside her window, and it was giant. And she was like trapped in her space. Um, wow. And so, yeah, I hadn't, I didn't see it, but apparently there was one in my backyard. That's awesome. I've seen two moose in my life in Colorado, and one was actually uh, on my way to Guffey to Paradise Cove, episode one. Check it out. We were going to go cliff diving there, and we were driving down one of these desolate highways. We saw a large adult female moose. That was cool. And then I also saw one uh, going up um, Coal Creek Canyon towards Eldora one day, and that's very shallow into the mountains for a moose to be. And I start driving, I see this moose on the road, and I, there's all these people slowing down, and I'm on the phone with someone, I go, oh my god, a moose! And the moose heard me <laughs> and ran away. And I was like, oh, oh no, I moose. startled him. Yeah, that was the one to drop. Huge. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're gonna throw some poop out of a helicopter, uh, it should be moose poop. Okay, I looked at moose droppings online, and they've, I've looked at images, and the first, there are things along the top that, that says, like, they're, they're related to the top, like other things you should look up. So I looked at moose droppings. One mm-hmm. of the first things along the top that I should look up is candy. When I look up moose oh, droppings. Oh, one of the suggestions? Yeah. Moose droppings is a candy? I don't, it just, you see? You click it, click it. Oh, oh it is. A, it's just like a chocolate candy. That's, that's misleading. I it, feel like you shouldn't tell little kids that they can eat moose droppings. I can okay, take a stand. Yeah, definitely don't. Don't. If you're hey. listening to this podcast and you're eight years old, uh, moose poop is not for eating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, PETA came after the festival, blah, blah, blah. Other events include a 5K, which you would be into. Um, a, quote, mountain mother contest. Unsure what that means. Um, and a parade. So that's uh, the Moose Droppings Festival. Moose Dropping. Um, the, the town... Anything with poop is good for me. <laughs> anything please poop festival <laughs> um a big a big aspect of the uh, goblin festival is actually um, eating poop okay yeah <laughs> eating poop so when we have our first annual small town radio goblin fest there will be poop to eat you said you heard it here first folks on all kwv right. all right i guess we're making we're not making it we're finding well i guess we could make our own poop. i mean yeah if you were going to make... I'm not going there. This is not that type of show. Okay. Uh, Talkeetna has also been featured on Man vs. Poop. Just kidding. <laughs> Man vs. Food. Twice. Huh. Yeah, you can... That, I think the, the clips are on YouTube. You can watch the guy eat a thing twice. Poop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes up there and he eats so much you ain't poop. Eat, <laughs> you ain't eat shit, man. <laughs> Uh, Discovery Channel. We're headed up today to Talkeetna, Alaska, where I'm going to try to break the record for most <laughs> poop eaten. <laughs> Yum. Oh, my goodness. Uh, fact number three. So this isn't so much a fact as it is a just, a just a cute little thing I found about this town. If you go to their town website, they have a section called, Why do you say, quote, I love Talkeetna? And they have people submit reasons why they love it. So, uh, small town radio listeners, please submit the poop there is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but here are some of the things. Uh, why I love Talkeetna. Why do you say I love Talkeetna? Because the people are simply wonderful. Musicians will play the fiddle or the guitar in the village park. There are great Alaskan artists to be found. 
Main Street ends at a river where you can find a great view of the Alaska Range. Mm. The train stops in Talkeetna. <laughs> that seems like a bad read. Like, why do you love it? There's a train stop there. That's like asking me, like, why do you love living in Bushwick? And I'm like, I don't know. There's a there is a train. <laughs> um, I can take a flight above Denali. Pretty good. I can go on a dog quote sled tour on a hot summer day. Okay, everything before this, the only thing specific to the place was either the name Tokina or the word Alaska. That you could do any of those other things anywhere else, but this specifically, dog sledding, I will, I will grant them that. And you're also forgetting the best part about going on a dog sled tour: finding shit. To eat. <laughs> you beat me too. I was gonna say afterward, you collect all the dog shit. And eat. <laughs> Alaska, you are living up to the standard. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Uh, in the uh, let's see, um, I can catch a salmon, a rainbow trout, and an Arctic grayling all in one day, and wash it down with a bucket of poop. <laughs> in the, I, don't, I don't think it's poop as much as diarrhea. At that point. <laughs> in the winter t- time, the town is so nice and quiet, and I can sit and enjoy this poop. <laughs> Okay, this, I'm sorry. I only have like six more bullet points that I can do this to. No street lights to obscure the northern lights in the winter time. That's just great. Almost 24 hours of summer daylight hours to stay up late and eat poop. <laughs> I love Talkeetna because people help each other out when there's too much poop to eat. <laughs> it's rich in history. <laughs> And poop. Jesus Christ. This the, the the title of this episode should just be a bunch of poop emojis. <laughs> I uh are you done your facts? No, I've got three more okay, little things. I, get, I love Talkina because I get that sense of community. I love Takina because I can find the perfect skipping rock at no. the river. That's, that's a good one, though. That's fine. You can do that anywhere. Are you good at skipping rocks? Yeah. How many? Like, you have a record? Like 11 or 13. Wow, or that's pretty like that. good. Yeah. I, I usually get like four or five. Yeah, that's, that's pretty common. The record is like 89 or something. That's like that. wild. Um, I love Talkeetna because it's quirky. And I love Talkeetna because a bunch of poop eating jokes. <laughs> I uh, I just I feel like Talkeetna's uh, motto should be Talkeetna. Putting a whole new meaning to getting shit-faced. <laughs> That's good. I mean, I think it's great. It's apparently like the stop you go to before you like go up Denali. That's cool. And my thing is, why do you need to climb all the way up that mountain when there's perfectly good poop at the bottom? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Um, yeah, appreciate your fun. submission. That was great. Uh, okay. I would love it if you came to the next mic dre- dressed as a pile of moose shit. <laughs> Real question, real question. Real question, okay. Um, if you had to drink a drink with a human toe in it or eat shit, what would you do? <laughs> Definitely drinking the drink with the human toe in it. Uh, yeah, Lee's nodding pretty hard at that one. That makes sense. But what if it was uh, mummified shit? <laughs> mummified shit might be different. I don't know. What's, I'm sorry. I feel like if you put listeners, mummified... you're not used to me swearing. Yeah, no, I my, love poop. My though, mom's so <laughs> it's so turning this one off. Uh, I think if it was mummified shit, I think it would probably maintain. But I feel like if it was in like a lot of drinks, would moisten it up, and you'd have like floaties. Well, you don't need to drink it. You're just eating it. Just eating it. I wouldn't just eat it. 
If you had to eat an animal's poop, if you gun to your head, you have to eat animal poop. Which animal do you eat? Not humans. Oh, no way. What do you got, Lee? Bunnies. Bunnies. Oh, bunnies are small. Yeah. yeah. And they eat like veggies, so it's probably not that bad. I like I like the idea of chicken shit. Okay. You ate chicken shit. Well, I hate chicken shit. <laughs> well, I eat chicken shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> After a man put my put a gun to my head and made me eat poop. Right. <laughs> I think I think rabbit poop is good. Um I think Snake. I said this in the podcast before, but I'm from a place where everyone picks up after their dog, but no one picks up after their horse. Arvada, Colorado. Lots of horse poop on the ground. I think if you're eating horse poop, you're just eating apple-sized rabbit poop in a way. <laughs> uh, maybe like... Uh, what, what, we, have a, we have a question from our audience. Uh, one, yeah. Bunny poops are like little balls. Yeah. yeah. yeah so like raisins. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one of some of its appeal. It's soft. It is like it's like a snake. No, it it comes in like big balls. Oh, big ball. Never mind. Not a snake. And it has pays, so you can really build a house with it. Yeah, if you wanted to. I think I like the idea of bunny poop because it's basically like the Dippin' Dots of the animal poop world. <laughs> There's snow caps. <laughs> the f- the future of ice cream. The future of animal poop um i think i agree with the bunnies thing i also That's a good one. i also think if you if i was gonna cheat and go aquatic i'd just be like yeah shrimp poop because i've accidentally mm. eaten shrimp with their little poopy van That's attached true. and it's like ew, it's kind of gross but i've definitely eaten shrimp poop yeah way before i was vegan um enough ad break poop talk yeah i, oh, I wonder man. what these ads are gonna be brought to you by <laughs> what do you got this episode uh I got my sponsor is mouthwash. The you know the brand mouthwash. Okay. And uh they well, it's not just any brand of mouthwash. It's uh their tagline is Have you just eaten shit? <laughs> well, use some mouthwash. <laughs> it's also it's also very relevant for comedians after they bomb on stage. <laughs> That's good. Shit's Doreen. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my, I'm sponsored today by uh, your bedroom, Connor. Um, I'm going to do you a favor and say, if you have a product that, or a project you're working on, a film or audio product, project, Connor can help you out. And he's converted his bedroom into a lovely recording studio with very nice equipment. Uh, great great curtain that's concealing the bedroom bed propped up against his wall mm-hmm. it feels like you're in a real studio and what's great about the curtain is if you really need some privacy you can go back there and you can eat as much shit as you want <laughs> <laughs> you can cry it's a shout out to last week's sponsor behind the curtain they were, they they provided a good amount of money yeah um i think we should also plug our socials in the middle here i think that's oh, a good yeah. idea um if you want to check out some real Real shit. Uh, check out uh, at ST Radio Pod. Yes. Thank you. I got it right that time. Um, right after you check out Good News, a podcast. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, you can do that on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we are looking for photos. Photos, photos, photos. Yeah, send of us places photos of places that we've talked about. I should get about. one of my mom. My mom's been to Denali. I know that's not necessarily the same town, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
remember, you see, you leave us a five-star review, you send us photos, you give us a town suggestion, you participate, and I will send you a sticker and a handwritten love letter. And if you don't, you get moose shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if we tracked down our listeners and sent them moose shit in the mail because they didn't contribute? We have to we have to send poop to like forty people a week. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter, where once again I am a brutally unfunny retard, according to a stranger <laughs> at Maxim of Allen. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, um, we ready? We ready? Oh, standing O. That's good. Some good poop to eat. Yeah, so uh, we're we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna go across the pond, not from Alaska, but from where we are, to my town. Of what? What pond England? do you think? Yes, across the pond, we are going Wait. to Lindhurst, Hampshire. Oh, it's Hampshire! Thank God, because I opened your notes for a brief second and I saw Hampshire. I was like, another New Hampshire place. This fucking guy. <laughs> No, no, no. This I'm glad is... you weren't like across the pond to my home state. Live free or die. Yeah, that would have been that would have been fantastic. The the listeners at home. I just want to say Jack came up to me because he asked me during his set, "What's your name?" Or someone asked me, "What's your name?" And I said, "I don't know." And he came up after and goes, "Oh, that's such dedication. I love how you don't say it on the podcast and you don't say it in life either." And I was like, "Wow, I really." Someone I'm letting someone, down the fan base. Someone got that joke. Was it Jack? Yeah, it was Jack. Jack. Wow. Double shout out for Jack. So um, thank you for listening. I'm just well, saying. Let's, let's I need have... to bring it back. I need to bring back the fact that I am not supposed to say on my occasion. Name. You can do it. Um, um, but I'm gonna go ahead. So we should probably have Jack on the show. At some yeah, point. Jack. We're coming after you. We are. We're hunting you down. Like just the foreskin like, you were. Foreskin. <laughs> okay. Um, Lindhurst, Hampshire. We're gonna make you eat a plate of shit. <laughs> This is an off episode for us. <laughs> location. So location. All right. We're going okay, to get spe- specific with this. Location. It's the district of the New Forest. Of New Forest. Uh, Shire County. Hampshire. Region. Southeast. Country. England. Sovereign state. United Kingdom. And I would say uh, Lindhurst is not so much in the southeast, but more of south central England, um, even though it's the okay. southeast region. So yeah. Population. At the 2011 census, because they do it on Weird. the ones, um, is 3,029. Wow. Looks like I took home the small town award this episode. Yep. You really. And you get to eat dog shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, that joke's going to last for so long. And I can't wait till we actually get mailbag because I am going to create that mailbag song. I feel like you forgot about that, but I did not. Okay. So to unpack all our facts on this trip across the pond. Unpack our trunk, if you will. Yes, to go to Harry Potter. <laughs> so Lindhurst is a is a large village and civil parish situated in the New Forest National Park in Hampshire, England. Okay. Um, and in England, a civil parish is a type of administrative parish used for local government. Um, it is a territorial designation, which is the lower uh, the lowest tier of local government below district and counties. Uh, and civil and religious parishes were formally split into two types in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not, it's, even though you hear the word parish, you don't need to think of church, like a church parish. Um, I think of uh, New Louisiana. Parish? They're the only state that has no counties. They have parishes, which were enacted by French law back in the ye days. Huh. 
Well, that's very interesting. Well, Lyndhurst uh, is actually the administrative capital of the New Forest. And okay. the New Forest is, like I said, a national park. And according to the website addressed at thenewforesttour.info, the New Forest isn't that new. Not that new at all. It's the, the old forest. The fact. forest started growing uh, after the ice sheets started receding about 12,000 years ago. Wow. So not new at all. The name The New Forest, though, came about around uh, 1079 in the time of William the Conqueror. Okay. Great name. The Conqueror. But the forest history stretches back further. It was once known uh, by the Saxon name Etten, which is spelled Y-T-E-N-E, meaning land of the Jutes. Uh, Then when William the Conqueror claimed it as his hunting ground... In 10,000, uh, 1,079. he claimed it as his hunting ground, 9,000 years in the future. <laughs> he named it Nova Forista, uh, Forista, uh, which is the new forest. Okay. Like Nova Scotia, New Scotland. Yes, the new forest. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of a lame way out. Like, uh, this forest has been around forever, but it's new to me, so it's new to everyone. It seems like the British and the English have a bad habit of just calling things new when they could come up with fresh names. The new land. They're like, <laughs> yeah, like literally like New England. It's like, why don't you name it something else? My goodness. <laughs> new Hampshire? New, new Hampshire. I do like the Nova as new. Like, that's I like kind that. Of, that's kind let's of a, let's like, do that. Honestly. Nova Hampshire? Nova Hampshire that's would be sick. cool. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so uh, this the new Nova Forest, North Nova Forest for Forsta, uh, was where the the king had put his hunting ground. As you like, I feel like that's a common thing in movies. But the people still had common rights to okay. graze to allow their cattle to graze. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have common rights, that's when co- a tragedy of the commons can happen, and that's when I can get in trouble for cheating on a test when I didn't cheat. No, so thanks a lot, England. Oh, they're like, we we all need everyone to pitch in and eat this massive pile of poop, and then <laughs> someone eats all <laughs> someone of it. Someone eats too much. Everyone takes a little <laughs> bit too too many bites of that poop, and uh, you got no poop left. <laughs> what do you do? What kind of what kind of poop do they eat do in we- Hampshire? And, uh, oh, well, we'll get to that. We will. So they've got a large variety. So that was to unpack all the facts about uh, a Lindhurst. So uh, Lindhurst's name derives from the old English name comprising the words Lind, which is lime tree, and Hurst, Hurst, like Mm H-Y-R-S-T, which is wooden hill. The name first showed up as Lindhurst in the Doomsday Book. Whoa, what is that? Yes, right. Which, uh, so... The Doomsday Book. It was not, that was the name it was given by the people because uh, the Doomsday Book was actually a manuscript record of the Great Survey of England to figure out how land should be taxed. Okay. But uh, once it was like in the book, nothing would be changed. So mm-hmm. it was like people decided as like Judgment Day because it was the final assessment of your land. And yeah. so it became known as the Doomsday Book, mm-hmm. um, which is so in the Doomsday Book, that's when William the Conqueror decided to claim the forest as his land. And then they named that's Lynn honestly like just such a boring, reasonable economic name for something when I was hoping for like actual like revelations like the Doomsday Book, a spell book from the year <laughs> 800 discovered in the 19th century, killed its discoverer and numerous other archaeologists. In a Indiana Jones and the Lost Ark. <laughs> they, I mean, 
It's just the history's kind of rich, though, because I feel like the British are kind of practical. They're like, well, that's that's the worst thing that could happen. Like that is that's do <laughs> like this is a judgment day. I don't know. It gets very biblical. Well, so that's that's a bit of the history of this place. And today, Linders is a good base for those who like to spend a night in the Nova Forest. Okay. Without needing to to set up a tent. Oh really? So you can stay like you can get a like a, a hotel or something. Oh, like, not like sleep outside. Oh no, no. Uh, it's like the, one of the more built up. Like it has a downtown in that area. So I was gonna say like sleeping outside without a tent. I'm like it must be pretty warm. Like, no, it's a great spot to have a campfire and sit around and. I wonder if they make do have s'mores. Well, you can out you can of go... animal shit. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, you can go through the numerous trails in the forest and look for. For wild animals, which include cows, sheep, and horses, which all roam free and graze. And the new forest is, um, there's more animals. Where are my other animals? Can't let them outside this time of day. You're telling me there's only cows, sheep, and horses? No, no. Where is it? Where where are my animals? Uh, Oh, yeah. So, yes. So, in the new forest, uh, there was the queen's house. Queen Eleanor of uh, Castile in the 13th century, which is still there. Um, Which, and there's also the Boulderwood Deer Sanctuary because, you know, it was the hunting ground for the king to go out and hunt his deer. So there's a sanctuary there now. And uh, an abundance of wildlife, which includes otters, badgers, 15 different owl species, ferris, Scottish wildcats and deer, and there are also European gray wolves, European bison, lynxes, and wild boars. And so there's a wildlife park also outside of Lindhurst uh, in the neighboring village of Ashurst. Of those animals, which ones poop would you want to eat? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm totally beating a dead horse here. <laughs> no, we're just eating horse shit. That's fine. Horse? Um, just go with horse? No. I No, no, no. Otter? I feel like otter would be kind of cute shit, you know? I feel like the way they look, they're just like, and they're like, oh. You're like, you silly otter. Of course I'll eat your poop. Um, Owls, I feel like they spit up the, the bones, right? I wouldn't want to eat an owl, owl pellet, no. It, Ferrets, I mean, no. I feel like, I feel like <sighs> lynxes would take a really powerful shit. I feel like I could absorb some energy from the lynx. I think so too. I think uh, lynx are also like the most elusive animal in North America. Like they're really hard to get Mm. pictures of. Like they're all over Colorado, but they just hate people and their hearing is really good. So they just kind of slink away. So I feel like lynx probably poop and it probably smells like nothing. It's probably like invisible. I'd like to eat some invisible shit. Miming. Eating shit. <laughs> this you mean stand-up comedy? That would be a good <laughs> bit, actually. Like, uh, this is a mime bit I'm working on. This is called. This is a comedian eating shit <laughs> on stage. <laughs> um, I so we have all that. We have all the animals. There's also a downtown uh, with a bunch of attractions off High Street, um, which includes interior design shops, jewelry, fashion, and antique shops, and the, uh, the and animals and stuff. The animals run these shops. Yes, it is an animal-run town. Okay, well, Just the whole sure. Nova Forest is animal-run. Oh, really? Wow, that's yeah. fascinating. So it's like the the Disney's Robin Hood. It's like that. I mean, this that is what this town is based off of. I mean, that's what all of England is like. Yes. Have you? Well, yeah, you've never been there, so yes. Okay. It's uh, Schrodinger's cat running the bar. Oh, wow. 
So you don't know if the cat's running the bar until you actually show up. Wow. See, I like I watched Harry Potter and I was like, there's one thing that's just so factually inaccurate in this entire series. And it's the fact that the people aren't animals. Yeah. Well, some people would say that Harry Potter, like the world of the wizarding world of Harry Potter isn't, isn't real, which obviously is not true. Harry, the wizarding world of Harry Potter is true, but if, if the movie was made with animals over in London, like they were the people, then people wouldn't know that it's true. They wanted to have some reason to suspend. They wanted some reason to like throw people off the scent. Right. So they, they they got people to do the the role of animals. Yeah. Which, you know, you, you gotta make do, you gotta make do, you gotta, you gotta protect yourself when you're really a wizard. True. So, uh, of tourist attractions, you can also visit today. You can also go to church of St. Michael's and all angels where Alice, Alice Liddell, the inspiration for Alice in Lewis Carroll's Alice Adventures in Wonderland is buried. Whoa. Yeah. That's like history. Like America is like, cool. yeah, we, America, we have like a, a little bit of time of history. You go over to England, you got real stuff, you know, they like layers upon layers upon layers of stuff. I like the idea of you like, they got real stuff over there and you're just like really into Harry Potter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, everything is so real over there, man. They got wands and witches. <laughs> I like how you're laughing Goblins. and I'm not because Harry Potter is real. The okay. Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We I don't all know, know Harry the, Potter is a myth within the world, but we all know the only part of Harry Potter that's 100 percent real is, is the, the goblins. Whoa! And there are listeners. <laughs> if you listen, you are a goblin. How's that? How are those that nose? How's that nose and fingernails treating you, listeners? <laughs> they have really gross fingernails in that movie. They do in the series. Because that's what Harry Potter is. It's a series of movies and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're grinding my gears. Of invention and magic. (laughs) What's your favorite Harry Potter spell? Um, Oh, I like Apparition. Apparition's got to be the most... That's the one you teleport? Yeah. That was pretty cool. I can't... I don't know what they say. It's called Apparition, but I don't... I forget the the spell they use. I like whichever one makes Malfoy cry. <laughs> All of them. The one where you cast, cast Give it, it here, on Malfoy. Him, and then his mouth is just full of animal poop. <laughs> Give it here, Malfoy. I'll knock you off your shit. <laughs> Give it here, Malfoy. I'll fill your mouth full of shit. <laughs> uh, Neville grabs his remember and goes, Ah, shit. I forgot to shit. <laughs> He, the one of Dumbledore's memories in his bowl is just like Malfoy's mouth full of poop, and he's like, "I never want to forget this." <laughs> <sighs> okay, all right, ready? There's more. There's more, and this kind of this overlaps with Harry Potter a little nicely. So there's a person called Richard Fitzgeorge de Stackpool, first Duke de Stackpool. Okay, uh, and he lived at the end of the 18th century, beginning of the 19th century. Um, and in 1846, he was estranged from his wife and children, and he purchased uh, and in, and greatly enlarged Glass Haze, uh, which still stands in Lyndhurst in the New Forest. It's a building? So it's a building. So he he was estranged from his family, and, um, you know, that's that's that. And then uh, according to local tradition, though, the Duke de Stackpool, his ghost, still haunts his old mansion of Grey Haze in the New Forest. Sightings have been reported by builders, 
working on extensions on the site, both at the beginning of the 20th century, when it was converted to the Lindhurst Park Hotel, and in the 1970s, apparently berating and sometimes attacking them for disturbing his property. Property. So supposedly, every year on the night of his death, July 7th, strange music can be heard in certain rooms, and legend has it that this is from the grand ball that the Duke holds annually for the dead. Ooh. So it's like nearly headless Nick when he hosts his birthday party or his death day party. Oh, wow, yeah. And all the guests show up and he's like, we've got a lot of ghost poop to eat. Which is funny that you know about Sir Nicholas's death day party because it does not make it into the movies, but it is in the books. I haven't read him, wouldn't know. I just you, assumed that I forgot about something. Oh, my I, goodness. I disagreed with you he's right away. He's covering up. He's covering up. We all know the truth. I have not and will never read any. Well, okay. Scratch that. Um, I have not and I will not read any books. When I was a kid, uh, the Harry Potter books were read to me. And I think we got to like the fifth or sixth, but I don't remember. You, oh, my. All then right. someone gave me the last book as a gift. And I remember being like, no, the, the second to last book. They gave me the second to last book as a gift when I was like 13 or 14 or whatever. And I looked at that book and I was like, there's no way I'm fucking reading this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Lee, you read like a couple books a month, right? Two. Yeah. How many books do you read, Maxim? None. I've been, I'm on one a month right now. Wow. I'm uh, teaching myself Mandarin right now. So, uh, Wojow Maxim. My name is Maxim. Um, tell me a spell. Uh, in Chinese. Uh, uh <laughs> I, whatever I make up is just gonna sound racist. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I hope he doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have one more fact, and we're going. We're going into the folk- folklore. Of- Mian is noodles. I like noodles. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> um. Okay. So. The Bistern Dragon, B-I-S-T-E-R-N-E, Bistern. I was trying to look up the pronouncer for it, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't coming up. So I'm assuming Bistern, it makes most, most sense. The Bistern Dragon, right? The legend of the Bistern Dragon from the New Forest in England. The story takes place primarily in Bistern, but also features Burley and Lyndhurst and is one of the most famous pieces of folklore. The local tradition is that a dragon had his den in Burley Beacon. There are several versions of this tale, one being that the creature flew every morning to Bistern, where it would be supplied with milk. How, we don't know. It doesn't say in Wikipedia. In order to kill the dragon, a valiant knight, usually named Berkeley, built a hide, which I think is a place where someone hides. It just says built a hide. I thought I was thinking like an animal hide, but it didn't. And with two dogs lay in wait. The creature came as usual one morning for its milk. And when the hut door was opened, the dogs attacked it. And while this engaged, the knight took the dragon by surprise. The dogs dying in the affray. The dragon slayer himself says another version of the tale only succeeded by covering his armor with glass. 
in a popular telling of the story has it that the fright the fight raged throughout the forest with a dragon finally dying outside the village of Lynhurst, his corpse turning into a hill now known as Bolton's Bench. Though the knight had defeated the dragon, he had been mentally broken by the battle, and after thirty days and thirty nights, he went back to Bolton's Bench to die alone atop it, his yew wood bow falling on the ground beside his body and eventually sprouting into the yew tree, which can still be seen today. Wow, I'm really glad we plugged our socials in the middle because people definitely stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first like two sentences, I really bought into it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to commit to this whole bit all the way through. And then by like the eighth sentence, I was like, wow, this is garbage. I, I should have switched it up. No, I will say I didn't interrupt you because I wanted to see you commit all the way through. <laughs> and it was good. It was pretty cool. You know, you kill a dragon, and I think it's only appropriate in a story like that for the person who killed the like almighty beast to then die of loneliness on where the beast is buried because it's like the true thing that bonds these people together is the battle they fought and there's nothing that they either of them have to hold on to besides that well it in this rendition of the folklore it says uh bolton's bench is not in Lindhurst. it's just outside the village mm-hmm. of it but it is today currently in Lindhurst. so fans gotcha. check those facts but i um my favorite part was like well, we have this version of the story, but the knight who definitely died when this story was being made up says it's different. So let's check in with him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? we could just say it's, you could say it's from anyone really. It totally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's this knight's like, you can sit on, you can just check out this hill where supposedly a dragon died and instantly turned into a hill. That's pretty cool. What do you think dragon poop tastes like? Oh, it tastes like good shit. Good shit. Lee's shaking her head like we've gone too far. Oh, gold. Like gold. Oh. You think dragon shit no, gold? No, that, those are goose, right? The golden goose? It's, well, golden eggs. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, eggs are not poop. Eggs are eggs. Then I have to get <laughs> checked out by the doctor because... <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I sit in the toilet, and I flush a dozen <laughs> eggs down. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't poop. They're, they are bird eggs, though. I think they're, they're larger than uh, chicken. They are probably, like, duck-sized. But, you know. I like to think that a dragon poops, like, whatever food you want it to poop. Like, they're so magical. You're thinking of, like, Puff the Magic Dragon. I'm thinking of, like, uh, I'm thinking of, like, Shrek the Dragon. Fiona. No, Fiona. Not Fiona. Fiona. I think it's just called Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. The the Hobbit. Oh, right. Okay, I think, yeah, the Dragon. I don't know if they eat gold. They hoard gold. Benedict Cumberpatch. What do you think his poop tastes like? Oh, Cumberpatch? It's like growing a patch. Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch? Is it patch or batch? It's Cumberbatch. But uh, I like to imagine. it's patch. It's Cumberpatch. No. Oh, just let him let him look it up because I like to imagine cumbers are now growing out of a patch. There's a cumber patch where okay, Edward, it's, it's cumber batch. Yeah, yeah, that was never up for debate amongst the majority of this room. What do you think but his poop tastes? Like? <laughs> I'll ask it again. Do you think his poop tastes the way his eyes squint? His poop tastes like cheekbones. <laughs> his poop tastes like Doctor Strange. 
<laughs> he poops and then he does the hand wavy thing and then drops it. He poops through a portal. <laughs> well, that is that's Linters, you know, the home of many many shits to uh, to eat. I'm gonna say and this podcast is gonna get famous and we're gonna get sued and have to chop out that part of the episode. The Cumber Patch <clears throat> one. Actually, if we just call him Benedict Cumber Patch, we can avoid copyright issues. The irony. Like, um, this person doesn't exist. Satire. <laughs> I um no it's cool. Thank you for your research. Yeah, I am. Um, I like the folklore. I like the myth mythos of a good old medieval England town. Yeah, it's a um, it's also uh, if you're wondering why I chose it, as as you must, as you must, I chose it strictly because it was in Hampshire, England, <laughs> <laughs> the namesake of my home. New Hampshire. And what's good. my name? Redacted. Redacted. What's oh, uh yes. that's our first it's England back. town, is it? It is. Yeah, yeah, nice. First trip across the pond. So so far we've only done English speaking non American countries. Which I Aust- we've we've done the, the we've done Commonwealth and England. Australia. Canada. We're speaking Latin though, so I think we're doing it. Nova? The King's Latin? I don't know. It is Latin. Okay. <sighs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, Remember, if you don't leave us a five-star review, we are sending you poop in the mail. Um, a question, though, just for our listeners. Um, scale of one to eating shit, how good was this, this episode? And uh, if you're wondering, one is the low end... Eating shit is like ten out of ten. Yeah, if let us know if you want us to keep talking about eating poop on subsequent <laughs> episodes. I really came in hot with the moose dropping thing. That really was a game changer there. Yeah. That um I really think we ate shit this time. I think we did too. I think I'm you know, I'm proud of this episode twenty. I think we have one more audio only episode, then we're gonna be switching to video, or that's the goal at least. Um, it's a gold standard. Very excited. I'm really excited to end this episode and argue about which camera I should get. <laughs> Tune in, folks, to our live stream on. Tune in next time. Uh, can we get a round of applause from our live studio audience? I just want to point out that Max was the one who started clapping. Yeah, Lee was looking at her phone. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening once again. Um, Thank find, you for listening. <laughs> yeah, you can find us on uh, at ST Radio Pod on Instagram and oh, Twitter. You had a joke um, that you were going to tell last episode, but you didn't tell I, at the I, end. I had a rewrite that I wanted to do. Um, I do. Yeah. So um, I like license plates, and Oklahoma puts on their license plates. Oklahoma is okay. That's true. My favorite license plate, though, is Idaho. They put. No, you to ho. I'm a silly little boy. <laughs> I'm a silly, silly little boy. That's how that joke goes. It always ends with I'm a silly little boy. I'm a silly little boy. I had a different one that I could, a different one. I we're like, guys, um, I, re- I record a podcast that has just devolved into an ASMR of me eating moose shit. <laughs> Can you imagine editing out the mouth noises that a moose moose makes? <laughs> what? 
would be very exhausting. Please uh, don't put a microphone in front of the moose. He's very loud. <laughs> well, Is that I'm, it? I'm trying to, yeah. Follow, follow us. Um, follow us. Give us feedback. Oh, yeah. Leave a review. Give us town suggestions. We love you guys. Love's a strong word. We tolerate you guys. No, your interaction has been phenomenal. Um, we're so grateful for our listener base. Um, we want to grow our listener base, so... Exponentially. Please tell people about us. Our, as I have said before, my goal for this podcast is to hit 10,000 listens this year. You think we can do it? He's nodding just a little bit. I believe in getting 10,000. I know, I know we're going to get 10,000 listens, just like I know... The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is real. That's right. I know it's real because I put 10,000 listens on my vision board, and it will come true because that's how vision boards Wait, work. Is that how you create wizards? You just put them on your vision board? Oh my goodness. I guess so. <sighs> that's Time it. Time to go back to the vision board. Signing off. Enjoy your poop, ladies and gentlemen. Take a good one for us. Take a good bite for us. <laughs> <laughs> good bite. Thank you.